Hello, my friends. It is now we're in the Feast of Tabernacles. It is Monday, the uh, 20th of September. And it actually starts tonight at 6 p.m. Because that's the way the Jewish feast start. <laughs> so... Prior to coming up to this day, I received this because many are speaking about uh, being bold and there's, I guess, different categories of being bold, but the one that we need to really take to heart is the voice has to have balance (laughs) and only the spirit can give our human factors that balance so boldness needs to come through the Holy Spirit or else it's man-made boldness that could have pride and anger and all sorts of things in it that our human nature carries. We need to have the presence of the Lord that's unmixed, pure, so that we can be lit with His light upon our our situation and upon us that Isaiah 60 talks about. That we're under... His power, not our own. That way it is tempered with the light. And sometimes I see a lot of people bickering and arguing and getting all riled up and... That's certainly a choice we have, but it's not the choice that the Lord impresses upon us. And He's our bigger choice. So sometimes we take stances out of pure emotion. And I know that all of this is raging and pulling up all kinds of emotions because it's going against many things in our order of how our life is. A lot of things have displayed itself into mixed messaging and that's a sure tale sign that something's not right not balanced when you start hearing mixed messaging mixed decisions and causing distress upon people or nations 
One thing that came across the uh, airwaves with Victory News, treatment restrictions that Biden administration first said they would make everything available to help us and that they will do all they could. That there would be no mandates and they were wanting to help people. But then, not more than maybe two, three days later, there's treatment restrictions put in place, medicines not on the CDC recommendation that offer treatments at a lower cost. They're restricting them from hospitals, from pharmacists. They're restricting things that people can take options with and have toys. When he said to Florida that they would bring all that forth to them, make it available. Now it's being restricted. There's a lot of retirement population in Florida. So that's mixed. Saying one thing and then saying another. What's the agenda? What's what's behind that? Why wouldn't you offer anything that could possibly work? If you're willing to help people, the antibodies as well. He said that he would increase 50% to hospitals, but now, as of September 14th, he's reduced it by 50% in red states. That's a political statement right there. Blue states are Democrats. Red states are Republicans. So why is he restricting only to Republican states? If you're willing to help people, you don't make this a political gain. And that shows you right there an agenda that's going on. Just in in that aspect. There's many, many more. And then, of course, shaming people. It segregates people. Often it's a wicked thing. And it is not part of what Jesus taught or his ways. It's a cantankerous spirit. It's driven by pure evil. It marks people. It degrades people. And it doesn't consider others as you would want others to consider you. So Psalms 18 was one of the 
scriptures that came on the 17th and Psalms 2. And I'd highly suggest reading those because it's, it is um, very telling. Uh, one of them, Psalms Tombs, talks about the kings of the earth. <laughs> so, it, it's something to look at. Because we, as believers, are agents of peace. And we must ask the Lord our actions to walk in peace. And that doesn't mean that you're not bold. You can be bold and firm and stand. It's making people take sides and pitting people against each other, causing a divide. That's the first sign of control, as well as fear. On that day, I got something from the Lord. And His Spirit brought forth that to shame, to degrade, to accuse, to segregate is a wicked stance to hang upon. It is not of His ways. Warnings come from a kind approach and leaves it there without pounding away at it as if you're chopping wood to bring it down in size. Be careful of evil ways that can mark its way. Sometimes I the Lord removes things in your life to make way of escape for your ways because they have been harsh or intolerant of others. I am giving you a chance to consider my commands and to turn not tunnel vision your mission Sometimes you must lay down your vision of the mission to know what he wants you to do. Now when you're working against the things that aren't right and evil, that doesn't mean you lay down. You're to resist evil. Even in leadership, 
if they're evil and not for good, then we are instructed to resist that because they're not focusing on the good of the people. In this country, the good of the people is choice. And they have a vision, a mission in their vision. And they're not lying it down before the Lord. But in order to know how to be directed, we have to come from that. So we can be bold with firm loving kindness and to stand with the righteous hand for his justice to prevail. Declare and decree for his judgments are true. On the 19th, Psalms 119 was given. that entitled it, Call Upon the Lord. I read that scripture, it's quite long. But it's basically coming into agreement with the Lord that His mercy and love endures forever and that He shall direct. So I thought that was interesting. It came on the 19th. Also Luke 22:46 came that day. And that scripture says, and he said to them, "Why do you sleep? Get up." and pray that you may not enter at all into temptations. During my study in Matthew, a cross-reference scripture came, and it was Job 33, 4. It is the Spirit of God that made me, which has stirred up in me and the breath of the Almighty that gives me life, which inspires me. Now this is in Job's Old Testament scripture which totally speaks about the spirit of God now who's the spirit of God Jesus so he was being foretold in Job 
of the life and breath that comes through him. So, he inspires. And I do remember in the end time scriptures it says that he, during the times of chaos and where families will be against families and people will be taken to court and punished and etc etc he would give you what you need to say so not to worry about what you're going to say he is your defense now there is a righteous anger and he can rise up in you with that righteous anger and that is the tempered balance that we need during tabernacles it's all also called the feast of booths or Sukkot it's where the Lord is your dwelling place They dwelt in tents in the wilderness, in the tabernacle, was there in tents, because that's all they had. So during this time, many build a tent-type Sukkot to have remembrance in the fact that you're dwelling in the Lord. Also, the book of Ecclesiastes is read, and many and rejoice in his word. In the Torah, in the books of instruction, those are the first five books of the Old Testament. Now we have both the Old and the New Testament. And a lot of New Testament references Old Testament. And as I showed in Job 33.4, it references New Testament because of the foretelling, foreshadowing of Jesus to come. Matthew 5:48 speaks of having your best effort being accountable to his ways That's even when we're upset when we're concerned when we're not certain of things we do our best because it comes out of his standard 
and empowered by the presence of Jesus in the midst of everything. It's our divine help as we press towards what God has shown us, his goal. So it's Monday, and Feast of Tabernacles, I believe, goes eight to ten days. But I believe on my calendar, it says the 27th, the 20th through the 27th, so... The Lord gives us the fullness of everything and a lot of understanding when we can't see. But He only gives us the understanding and what we need to see in portions because all that other has to be in trust and belief that He oversees everything. He sees everything. And many people ask, why isn't he doing anything? He is doing things, we just don't see it. <laughs> He's working behind the scene. He knows all there is to bring something forth. Or the timing in which something needs to happen. So, our position and job is to just believe and trust in him. And to let him know that we do and lifting everything up and praying to him and speaking back his word so he can perform it so during this tabernacles of dwelling within his secret place I hope that you will pray and that you will lift a lot of things up and rely on him. For tabernacles also is foretelling to the feast with him at the table as his bride. So we wait in anticipation and expectancy for that. I had an eye surgery today and I was amazed. I went in and it was a laser and it wasn't anything different than really going to the eye doctor and putting your head in this machine and seeing all the different lines of color and aspect and they look through this machine and you know examine your eyes and know certain things about your eyes well it was the same thing I just went in and and then he you know 
press this button several times and I didn't feel a thing or anything. I just had to keep my eye open and and um, I think it was less than five minutes. It was less than five minutes and it was over. And I walked out and the dilation took longer than the actual surgery aspect. And sometimes we have to look at the fact that sometimes our process takes longer than what he can do in less time because he has no barriers and things can change within minutes and my eye surgery example that the technology that they have now is amazing and so is our God he's higher and above all that and he can surgically do anything and it can happen suddenly And during this season, that is what we're expectant of. And when we rely and look to him, we can see much better. Just as today, I'm seeing much better. I had a cloudy uh, lens. And they just zapped it out. (laughs) They zapped it out with this laser thing. And I didn't even see the laser. I mean, it was just a click of a button. So um, so I had to just think of that analogy. And a click of a button, God can do anything. And... uh, We don't know often what he's working on behind the scenes. He's arranging and so forth. Because he works through people. But his wrath and his his um, anger can be bestowed upon somebody really quick. In an instant. can happen that way too for people that he sees that there's no heart ability to change and he he knows who those people are so with him he has the good and the bad And we'll see it. Because he is going to perform his word 
than his goal. And you can see that throughout the Bible. When people did not adhere to his words and his ways, they didn't make it. Saul, King Saul, went insane. And was killed. David, during that time, he didn't do everything right. But he always had a repentive heart. There's many things in the Bible that can give us instruction for today and applied to the day. In my study in Matthew, the lesson was talking about the Gospels and that Mark was mostly probably written before as the first gospel, but how they arranged it was not putting Mark first. They arranged Matthew as the first book of the gospels. And likely because Mark closely came together with Luke. John was separate from those Um, in the message and so forth but in Matthew as well it talks about Mary but in Luke is where she is presented as meeting the angel and coming into agreement with God's plan. And she said, let it be to me according to your word. She aligned with what God's plan was. And It is said of her that she was the favored one, endued with grace. So she was chosen by God for those attributes in her heart. And he searches for people that will. Sometimes we put up our own barriers and we don't even know it. 
and it's sometimes very good to put all of what we have before the Lord because he'll be able to show us. And help us understand it. So that's my message for today. And blessed be you during this time. And hope that you reflect. And be expectant. God bless.